Welcome to the Crowfall Podcast, where we share stories and perspectives from the world of Crowfall with your hosts, Chris and Walker. This is Walker, and today we talked about the realities of always PvP gameplay and the pressures that can come with that. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Minds at CrowfallPod. As always, I'm joined by my host, Chris. Chris, how are you doing today, man? I have to be honest with you. I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed. Ooh. <laughs> the godly guy is overwhelmed. Just a little bit, you know. Okay. All right. Well, you have, you know, last week you were revolutionary. I think anyone's tired from that. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, you got the you got the ups and the downs. You got to have the corrections after the pumps. Right. Well, <laughs> There's no there's no starlight without the night sky kind of deal, right? Yeah, exactly. So a couple of things before we jump actually into our primary discussion I think we're going to have which who knows, but I do want to just actually touch on follow up from last week. So last week we talked about the how the politics of Crowfall has kind of shifted, right? The power players yeah. have changed. Yeah. And we, I think last week it had already been determined that we had decided we had joined a new alliance in order to 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 play with people who were really just enough active people to obtain and maintain a keep. And and there was just some some thoughts around that because it felt weird to have been allied with this other group of people, which again most of that player base you know is inactive currently at least. Yeah. But to it felt like we're like not being loyal or something, right? To jump ship and go to this new alliance, and are we just trying to jump wherever there's a handout? And that doesn't feel great. But we ultimately decided that it made more sense to go where again there's enough of a community to support playing in the dregs because that's kind of the game. And that happened. But then within the last week, if I'm not mistaken, we've that alliance has now dissolved <laughs> and been reformed into yet another alliance. Is that accurate? <laughs> yeah, well, to backtrack just a little bit, like we definitely needed to make a decision on the alliance because the majority of our player base that's in the guild has progressed enough to need to be in the dregs for mm -hmm. farming purposes. Mm -hmm. And it's really essential to have some sort of base of operations. So a keep is important for that. But yeah, it, it was it was uh, definitely easier to hop on a ride that was already going, an alliance, and, and let other folks kind of steer the ship and us taking a little bit more of a backseat compared to our previous alliance experience. Mm -hmm. But like you said, that has formed into another alliance. So we've merged alliances mm. uh, with another group. And... Still not the the biggest alliance, but we had already been kind of working with this other group and kind of had a non-aggression pact with them. And it was easier to be in the same alliance so that way we could just know who not to attack, mm -hmm. right? I mean, since there's no a guild name above your name or on uh, your character, it's just the emblem. 
you're kind of left with having to memorize those emblems, not only for people in your alliance, but enemy guilds and stuff also. Well, I think at least within your alliance, the name show up is friendly is. Yeah. If you're, if you're in the alliance, but I mean, if you wanted to branch out and make like other agreements with guilds and it's right. like, Hey, we're not in the same alliance, but let's not attack each other for a week or something, you know, whatever it may be. Right. It's like, it's dependent on every single person being aware of that and knowing those emblems and memorizing that, you know? Yeah. I mean, this was my complaint in week one when, or week two or whatever, when I went to the dregs and tried to kill a guy and then <laughs> that guy jumped in our, guild chat discord and not i mean he didn't throw a fit or something but he was just like hey i thought we weren't fighting i had no idea any of that was going on nor <laughs> nor did i know what list of symbols i should be referring to when deciding to attack some you know what i mean like yeah it's yeah. a completely it's just not tenable it's it's just it's not tenable so to some extent it does help enforce like look if you're not in the same guild or in the same official alliance you're yeah. not allies right like you can't trade with each other uh-huh. you can't avoid damaging one another if you're close so uh, on the one hand i can see the benefit of it being that way because it it tries to dissuade people from making extracurricular alliances if you will right but inevitably if that's going to happen then yeah it, it, it's untenable <laughs> to try and manage it that way Right. That's, that's kind of why I was, I was getting at uh, a long time ago, I mentioned like maybe there could be other options where you could set a guild as like a non-aggression pack. So it would be like a different colored name or something, but, but I mean, they've just put in the limit of 500 members per alliance. Right. And even though they upped it from five to 15 guilds, there's still a cap on that. So if you just if there was a if there were other options beyond the the way it works now, uh-huh. would it not especially with it being a campaign that ends, would mm-hmm. it not ultimately just end like that game you used to play Tribal Wars where uh-huh. eventually the end is just everyone merges into one thing? It seems like it it could be that anyway though. That's um, what's happening even though the game doesn't officially support it. Right, right, because, I mean, there really isn't much for a guild to do without an, an alliance. And and that guild has to be, has to have, a, you know, a good player base in it, too. I mean, even a guild with, I don't know, 30, 40 people in it would be a decent-sized guild, but they're still not anything for them to do by themselves it would be really hard to maintain a keep with just those players it would take a lot and lot of talking to other people and convincing them it's better to not attack you <laughs> right i mean it could be done i guess but it would be really hard now that there's less keeps alliances so- definitely want their keeps so this, you know, this takes us to the initial statement that you made about feeling overwhelmed and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I've definitely just, just reduced my crowfall playing significantly here mm-hmm. lately. And, and, and a lot of it is because it is that feeling of overwhelmed. And I don't know that this is unique to crowfall to be clear. Uh, 
most MMOs and, and maybe not even just MMOs, maybe if you want to play Counter-Strike at a high level, uh-huh. you've got to play all the time. You know what I mean? Like if you want to yeah. be good at skateboarding, you've got to practice skateboarding a lot, you know? So to do anything with any, I don't know, to, to do anything to any, any degree or any scale, if you will, I don't know if it doesn't make sense, but whatever, it just takes time, right? Like, yeah, anything worth doing, takes some time kind of thing. So I, I just preface this conversation with that because I don't think that, that some of these thoughts or concerns are really unique to Crowfall, but either way, they're, they're still present in Crowfall for me and, and, you know, for you as well. Well, it's, it's about being competitive and competing all the time. Right. I mean, it's the same thing why we didn't play for a long period of time on Starcraft two, right? Like we play some ladder, we get a few different, what, levels in that moving up but mm-hmm. i mean once you get to what platinum grandmaster all the higher levels i mean it, it takes so much more time and investment to get there and to be competitive and so it comes down to how competitive do you want to be and for me it, i play video games for a lot of different reasons i mean i do enjoy being competitive but i don't necessarily look to compete every time i play a video game well and so now we get into a conversation about what does the word competitive mean because if competitive if competitive means fighting or combating against other players then okay but so in something like starcraft it's all just yes it takes a long time but at the same time that's also tied to your own methodology for getting better like oh yeah are you watching your own replays are you breaking down your own gameplay are you watching videos from other people who are better than you are you working with a coach like what are you doing other than just simply playing to make Mm -hmm. yourself better and in the end i don't think anyone becomes grandmaster of starcraft in two weeks of playing or something right yeah so there's definitely a time investment but it's ultimately a measure of your direct competency in the game uh-huh. or in counter-strike same kind of deal i mean a little different because there's a team dynamic to it or league of legends or there are com- what i would call competitive games but they're competitive because the reason that you're winning or losing is at least in large part driven by your own mastery of the game mm-hmm. and in crowfall and in all MMOs except maybe the Battlegrounds and Guild Wars 2, it, it, it's not that. That's not what it looks like. Like in Crowfall, you say you don't want to log in and compete all the time, but really what you mean is you don't want to log in and be at risk of losing hours of time that you've invested in, in grinding something, for example, Yeah, because you got ganked, but that's not competing. Getting beat by five other players, five-on-one, is not competitive. Or one-on-one with a guy who's got purple gear and you're in war tribe gear like right that's not that's not competing yeah right? yeah thank thank you for clarifying that yeah there's a there's an element there where it's like no matter what you're you're doing in the entire game other than like the new player experience there's a chance that you're gonna lose that time of progression 
Right. And and it's with the rearranging of the zones, you have Sky Point. You do keep your inventory, but you do lose gold, and gold is really what drives everything as far as being able to upgrade your disciplines. So even if you went out and spent a few hours grinding gold, I mean, you're looking at having to bank that gold probably every 20, 30 minutes at least just to ensure that, you know, you keep it. But at the same time, even if they're not taking your gold, you could still just not have places to do that if someone were to gank you over and over again, or you might just have trouble finding a place to farm for that 20 or 30 minutes anyway. Right. Yeah. No, agreed. And so this is where, you know, this is the what I've seen referred to as the get good community comes mm-hmm. in, right? Which is, which is the segment of the player base, not just of Crowfall, but in PVP MMOs at large that says okay. PVE grinding sucks because it's uh-huh. monotonous. It's boring. It's never challenging. It's just a time sink, right? You're just going out and killing the, the goblins or whatever, and it's boring. Mm-hmm. And, and so what Crowfall does, or Albion, or Eve, is it offers largely, and Crowfall almost exclusively, an experience where there's always this other layer of tension, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's always PvP. And so then if you don't like it, well, it's because you're a Care Bear, or because you're not good at the game, and so you don't like losing. But if you would just get good, you would see that it was fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's true in something like StarCraft. You can just yeah. get good. But in Crowfall, it doesn't matter if I'm twice as good at you as knowing what buttons to press in what order based on the fight that we're having. If you just have gear that's two or three times better than mine, it doesn't matter. Well, also, you're not guaranteed a 1v1 either. (laughs) Right, right. Well, and even then, because it's an MMO and there's all these different classes and races, like there are imbalances that are inherent to it that... Mm-hmm. are easily overcomable. So maybe a 1v1, even a 1v1 maybe isn't competitive depending on the classes that you are, right? That's possible, right? Yeah. And, well, and so my point is, is that like, I think that that's where confusion sets in because these games try and position themselves as don't you want to compete for glory, right? Compete for the kingdom, <laughs> compete for the, the sword of destiny or whatever you're going to compete for. But uh-huh. that's not actually what you're doing most of the time. Most of the time, it's an unbalanced equation in your favor or not. Yeah. And and to be fair, I mean, I haven't encountered something mechanical in those fights that I was just completely turned off by i mean there seems to be a lot of depth to the fighting and there is an element of get good on your character and and figuring out how to play it correctly Mm -hmm. which is perfectly fine Mm -hmm. it's just that when i want to there's some times that i want to go out and explore but still progress and now it seems like well Maybe I'm I'm just if I don't want to lose my gold, I'm just gonna have to run around the new player experience and make new characters and 
keep that gold. And that's a <laughs> that's a joke. I mean, that's just a joke. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and and the thing is, is that that's it's not gold that you're losing. I mean, it is because that's what they take in the game, but it's time. It's, it's time, time that's yeah. lost, and that's that's where it becomes a real challenge. Is that it's like, yeah, but now I maybe I just played, and, and you're right. You can go bank every twenty or thirty minutes or something. Except that becomes its own form of time theft because now I'm not actually playing the game in the way that I enjoy. Now I'm having to constantly run back somewhere to drop resources uh-huh. off. So they're effectively limiting my farming through the threat of PvP. Like, whoever might gank me could take all my stuff directly, but if they force me to go back and bank every 15 minutes, they're kind of taking from me anyway. Because every yeah. time I go back, I'm not now still farming, right? And I, I, the thing is, is like, I, you know, I kind of get it. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. To some extent, it's like, okay, so if what we want is a game where we just fight constantly... And there's no PvE grind, and it's just about fighting, and it's just about getting good. Then shouldn't Guild Wars Two Battlegrounds be the most popular PvP MMO experience ever? Because in that, everyone's equal level, everyone's equal item level. You just jump in and go. There is there's no T-shirt stuff. Yeah, maybe I I haven't played a lot of Guild Wars Two, so I can't really speak too much to it. But maybe. I mean, it's got so it's got two versions of PvP. One is world versus world, which is really similar to Dark Age, where like there's there's different frontier, quote unquote, you know, PvP zones. There's keeps in those zones. They can be sieged. There are no siege windows. It's much more like Dark Age style. And in that, it's way more free for all, like it was in Dark Age or or Crowfall or whatever, as far as the power level of characters can be widely varied. Or you can queue for Battlegrounds at level one. You can create a create create an account, create a character, and then go to do the what they call structured PvP, which is effectively Battlegrounds, where it's limited team sizes, so it's always even fights. And again, everyone gets gear, and all the gear is the same item level, so there is no gear disparity or advantage. So it's literally just how well do you play your character and how well does your team play together versus the other team. And that's okay. it. Uh, but I've never seen anyone playing Crowfall be like, I'm going back to Guild Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's not I, I haven't heard that. Right, but why? If that's what everyone wants, that's already there. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. not what everyone wants is my point. Yeah, um, in in. I I like the world. I I like running it around. Round and I mean, the last time I went to Sky Point to try and get some gold, I mean, I did have to play a stealther because I was solo. I needed some some wood, so I ran around and chopped some trees. I decided I would farm some gold. Did that. Ended up having to bank pretty often. I mean, I only did this for a couple hours, and I don't know. I came away with maybe three four thousand gold (laughs) not very much Mm -hmm. but you're looking at okay so i poured into sky point i need to go run somewhere find a legitimate camp that seems to be maybe more out of the way i mean there's there's a lot of time involved in that and there's just the amount of gold that you need 
is uh, quite a bit. So it's a pretty slow process to play it that way. Yeah. So, you know, I think that, not that we have to be done talking about that, but I think that there's definitely a legitimate legitimacy to what you're saying about it's just overwhelming. It can be overwhelming just trying to figure out how to farm. Right. Yeah. Because it feels like you're, you're at risk, significant risk of losing your time always. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't get ganked, it's not like it's just, there's some hella fast way to just go out and grind and farm and be done. Right. Again, unless you're in a large group, but even then now you're having to split everything between the group. So whatever beyond that though, that, that, so that, that contributes to this feeling of overwhelmed, right? Yeah. But then there are so many other systems in the game that also cause that. Like the fact Uh that the chat system has not been fixed so that I can have a single tab where I see tells guild chat, group chat, say chat all in one tab <laughs> renders the in-game chat basically useless real quick side note there i actually said something in say chat and someone responded to me wow they saw they saw it i mean that was like the first time it's, in honestly it's surprising that you saw that they saw it and said something <laughs> because i've said stuff in say chat and then if i'm not on the me tab i don't see uh-huh. it anymore yeah, it was some weird situation where I was like, the only way I'm going to be able to communicate with this person is if I do say chat and they see it. And they did. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's remarkable. <laughs> but, so there's that. Yeah. First time. There's, there's, And that's just chat. I mean, that's just, right. it's just chat. Then you've got the system of banking, which continues to baffle me with its lack of filtering the 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 fact that you can search but only by item name not by keyword category or any of that absolutely Uh bonkers then you get into the dregs and you don't even have those options it's just a list to scroll through absolutely (laughs) nuts so that adds a level of tedium just to trying to manage your inventory you're not even you're not even winning in some way you're just trying to sort your stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I told someone the other day, I was I was like, it feels like that there's there's people laughing at me who made this game or something and then like this is a joke or something because I feel like I'm getting trolled a lot. And and that was off of we don't even want to do we want to talk about the EK stuff? We can go there too. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, the only other the, the next thing I was going to bring that ties to to the organizing of inventories and stuff is also then buying stuff from the uh-huh. player base. I mean, we talked about that episodes ago, but the lack of a central market is nuts. It's just nuts. And if you're not going to have a central market, there should at the very least be a centralized search function for all of the player vendors so that you can know what the hell's going on and there can be <laughs> reasonable pricing of things. But instead, you're supposed mm-hmm. to just pop into random EKs and pop into random vendors and see what they have. And then mm-hmm. I guess maintain a list on your own of what things cost at other EK vendors that you happen to find this at to know if you're shopping well. I mean, it's, it's, it, <laughs> yeah. it's insane and it's insane. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> there's an, so I'm, you know, I'm just ranting. There's, there's another, which is, and I, I promise you can go to EKs as soon as I'm done here. <laughs> That's fine. 
when we were playing a few weeks ago, we had a guildmate that was like, hey, let me craft vessels for you guys. And we were like, you know what? That'd be awesome to get some new vessels. To be clear, super generous to this person. They just offered to do it. They offered to to stop doing what they were doing, to go and do this. Mm -hmm. So in no way is this a complaint about this person in any way. It was nothing but kind of them, the whole thing. It took 90 minutes, not just Mm -hmm. to craft one, but to craft, I think, vessels for like, maybe four different vessels. And this is with the person who's crafting the vessels in voice chat with two other uh-huh. people in the guild chest area, pulling materials out of the chest and giving them to the crafter. Yeah. There was uh two, three of us helping like gather the materials. Right. Um, and, and he, luckily he was so knowledgeable that he knew exactly what we needed so he could just tell us and then we're like oh okay we got that or what we don't have that or except that the way you're finding it is if you know the name maybe you can search otherwise you're just looking around in a box and mousing over stuff what's that (laughs) one is that the is that the one is that no no that one yeah we need some eyes uh, mouse over all the eyes and see if <laughs> it's it's just yeah it's just crazy and so <laughs> so the point is is that it's like it takes all of this time to do everything and the game is only grouping so you all because because of our, the points you've been making you just get rolled if you're not and if you want to do mother load harvesting you literally can't do it by yourself mm-hmm. so it's like there's all this time. And then once you finally get all of the stuff and you can finally make your little thing, that's a whole whole process. That's just, yeah, the time sink involved in all of this and none of what we've described so far, that's all this time sink has anything to do with fighting or getting good or (laughs) PVPing. So the notion that what's holding people back as a lack of skill is inane. It doesn't make any sense. Anyway. No, no. EKs, please. Okay, EKs. So we had a a village parcel, and I wanted to put up some walls and make some sort of arena-type practice facility where we could practice some group-on-group fights or smaller fights maybe within the guild, right? First of all, in order to do that, you have to flag the entire EK as PvP, which would scare away any customers you might have that might be visiting your vendors. Well, because, because they could just get ganked and get all their gold stolen. Even by a random. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even if it's just like, oh, you're red. And they might not even have had that thought till just then. Right. Which is, but, not to interrupt you, but that's crazy because the rest of the EK has parcel-by-parcel parcel permissions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is also, we'll get into that. But yeah, so okay, so say we, we flag it for PvP, some random person shows up wanting to buy some things. I mean, there's a possibility he might just get yanked by somebody else because he's red. <laughs> But anyway, so we gotta we gotta upgrade the the village parcel. The reason I'm doing this is because I would the next parcel is a town parcel, and it has more defensive tokens, so I could potentially put up more walls 
and have a bigger arena okay. practice facility. So I, I ended up, we had a little bit of crowns in, in the guild fund treasury. So I, I ended up putting a few more crowns into that or whatever and got a parcel and upgraded it. And we go to the town. And so I start placing all of the walls. Well, I also want to place the guild house because originally we had the guild house in this parcel because based on the permissions, we had the the vassal chest over here in this parcel because we were making people outside of the guild vassals in the trade and we didn't want them to have access to the chest, so we moved the chest over to this parcel. Well, turns out I can't place the guild house anywhere in this town parcel except for the place that is flat enough to make the arena. <laughs> because for whatever reason, the, the parcels are about uh, 10% flat. I don't know why, <laughs> but it is really hard to build on all of the parcels because there's so much elevation everywhere. Which is crazy because they already have a token limit that, that dictates how many buildings could go on it. Yeah, yeah. So, so you would think that, well, when we made the parcels, not only are, there, are they weird shapes, so you're like playing Tetris, but you would think that they would have in mind places for the various buildings to go in the parcel when they made the parcels. Um, I think that they rolled out some fixes with the building placement because you're getting warnings for elevation, like it's too steep or the building has too much of it underground. You can't place it here. But really what's resulting from that is you can't place the building hardly anywhere now. <laughs> so I, I, we were talking about time sinks. I literally for about an hour moved the guild house all around the parcel elevating it up and down, looking for a different place to put it and never found one. Mm. So there's that. And then, so, but we have the arena there, but I had to figure out a different place to put the guild house. So we put that in a different parcel for now, which had the castle in it, but we didn't want to put the chest there because the castle parcel is handled by another person. So then he would have to do all the perms for those chests. So then I'm like, well, now I, I'm just going to have to build some new chests and make them all guild member chests and then put them in the trade parcel. So that way it would eliminate the vassals that are outside the guild, right? It would just be a guild access chest. But it's so much. It's, it's insane. So much. It's so much to go through. It sounds crazy explaining it, yeah, honestly. It's, it's crazy to listen to it. <laughs> because why? Because why? Why does it have to be this way when it just... It, it, they made it. It's, it's, it doesn't naturally exist and we have to overcome the forces of nature. Like, just yeah. make it work. Make, make, make a UI for this. And why is it all done with slash commands? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's insane. 
really is. You know, last week we were we were as positive as, we, as we've been about Crowfall in a while. And I and everything I said last week is still true. Running around on the character and and doing the the abilities, doing the moves, <laughs> doing the moves is fun. Yeah. The game uh-huh. looks good. I like the variety of races. I like the variety of classes. Uh, I like the variety of builds that can exist. Right. I like uh-huh. yeah. the discipline system as far as your abilities. I like the major and minor disciplines. Like. All of that is really neat. Like I talked about last week, I think the fact that the map rotates on a regular basis is cool because there's there's exploration doesn't ever end to some extent, right? Uh-huh. But man, there are so many tedious elements of the game. And then you couple that with the get good community is who the game was made for apparently, which is there can be no progression via PVE. Everything must be PVP. Everything must be have this underlying tension written under, and it's like, yeah, it can just it can just be a lot. It, it is definitely. A it lot. feels and... like impossible to to be casual with it in any way. Yeah, yeah, and I guess that's that's where my overwhelming feeling comes from. Is like sometimes I. I want to just play something and I only have maybe an hour or two and I want to be casual with something and and not worry too much about I need to go find a group, we need to go do this, do that, or whatever it may be, you know. Um, just do something by myself real quick and be able to progress and not have to worry about the pressure of I might just be getting ganked because I'm by myself or something. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, you know, I mean, it, it, and for a lot of people, this was, this was, well, that's not really true. So in Dark Age of Camelot, if you remember, there was eventually an expansion called Catacombs that came out. It was the third expansion. Oh yeah, I remember. And it introduced uh, solo instance dungeons or small group instance dungeons, which you go in the dungeon and it generates an instance just for you which is very common now. I mean, that's the way all WoW dungeons work, for example. But in Camelot, that's not how it worked. In Camelot, all the dungeons were one shared instance for all players. And so this was new, and the dungeon scaled based on how many players you had. And I think you could even maybe choose a difficulty setting, if I'm not mistaken. But certainly there was a scaling based on the amount of players that you had. And, And it also introduced some progression paths unique to that expansion which allowed you to kind of gear up through these solo quest lines that you could do and honestly like that was some of the most fun that i had with camelot because Uh it enabled me to do exactly what you just described to log in play actually go exploring actually see the world actually make some sort of progression Uh and i didn't have to find a group there, there wasn't all of this tension around it. It was just yeah, a lot easier. Yeah, I, I remember that, and that was something I, I may have suggested a, a while back that there was some sort of small group solo type option where you could get some some gold or some loot or something. But I think we were concerned about how that might make everything else less valuable than what it was yeah no i mean and that's it's the it it, it's the argument of the what i'm now referring to is the get good community it's the argument is that well now 
why would you ever do the high risk activities to gain resources? Right. Uh-huh. Always go do the easy thing that where you are safe so that you can then come fight. But again, that's why it's like, what do people really want? Because if you want competitive, then you do want an even playing field. And if mm-hmm. you don't want an even playing field, then you don't really want competition. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. And I'll also say that I don't know that I want competition. Like I've played Guild Wars structured PVP and it's, you know, it, it's fine. It, 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 it is what it is. But there's a part of me that that thinks it's fun to do PvP where someone can get one shot. But if someone can get mm-hmm. one shot, it's not competitive. Yeah, yeah. And and I mean, I, f- I just feel like that there is a way that it could be balanced. And I mean, you could still have the higher level resources, things for vessels and things. I mean, coming from the dregs, like you... You couldn't just, you know, go through the instance and get everything in the game. Yeah, but to but... a point, if you couldn't, then it almost becomes irrelevant again. Because if you can, if you could only get, let's say, I mean, it's like Skypoint. Like, you could farm in Skypoint for a long time, and as long as you weren't farming gold, you don't really risk losing anything. Mm-hmm. But you can't get the top stuff in Skypoint. And so... When you're new, that's fine. But past a point, your crafting and gathering will be to a level that if you're not getting the top stuff, then what are you getting, right? Like there's a point in time where your gear would all be at least blue quality crafted gear, if not purple quality. And if you're not getting that, then you're not being competitive with the people who do have that. Right, right, yeah. I mean, I mean, my my idea involved like a way to get gold in that way where you weren't losing it, and and maybe if Skypoint um, you were able to keep the gold with your inventory, and that was just like the beginner area that would help, maybe. But I don't know. It's it's a tough one to to balance it all. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is either, and I don't know. I mean, obviously, it sounds like a really negative episode <laughs> for us. Profile. <laughs> it didn't mean for it to be so well, negative I, like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's honestly, it's not about being negative, though. It's not about being critical. It's not about the game sucks or the devs are dumb or any of that. It's, it's. I want, I want to to be in love with it, and and i i'm not and i don't again that doesn't mean i hate it or i think it's a crap game or any of that i think it has a lot of things that are great and that's also why at the very beginning i said this is not unique to just crowfall right like there are many games that i've tried to play that once i push far enough it gets to a point where it's like it just feels like an overwhelming time requirement for what actually comes out of it yeah yeah i mean it's it's pretty pretty involved it's crazy what you have to do to progress well and i just i wonder if they would if they and i you know they haven't to this point so i don't know what the hang-up is i don't know how technically difficult it is or or what their reasonings are but like how much better does it feel if you can quickly sort your inventory and 
search by tag. So you can type in cooking and see all of the cooking items that you have, right? Mm -hmm. How much, how much better is it if because of that, going to craft a vessel becomes way more streamlined and easier. And it's not a 90 minute experience of three or four people collecting materials out of a chest, trying to, to figure it out, you know? And, and I right. get it. The more that it's done, the better people become at it. I mean, if every one of us had the same level of expertise as the guy who was offering to craft those vessels for us, maybe it would have gone faster. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's any world where it's a three-minute process. Yeah. Yeah, no. Well, and, and allowing uh, new players to come in and not be completely turned off and overwhelmed by more things that they don't understand right Um, (laughs) right well yeah because outside of the just the grind of everything that exists it's also super unintuitive in Mm -hmm. what game do you level crafting by crafting things from that crafting discipline and having an rng chance to proc a, a a discipline if you will of that craft that then has to be collected nine times or 27 times or however many to combine it into the next level like and you don't gain experience from every craft and it's not readily obvious which things that you craft will give you experience or have a chance to proc that like it's yeah it's it's just silly (laughs) it's just it's the rng on it i mean you could craft for a long time and Nazi a discipline. I'm mostly stonemason because of the EK, and that's pretty difficult unless you just want to make a bunch of chests over and over again. And but anyone that wants to make like parcels or buildings or something like that, the amount of resources it takes to do that, and then you make one, and you might not get a stonemason discipline. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the 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 solution here is and like I say every time, I don't think that the game, you know, has to go offline or something. I don't think that's where it's at. And nor do I think that it's destined to never grow a player base, but as it stands today, I, I some of the friends that I had that I recruited to it when it came out who left very mm-hmm. quickly there's no way I can convince them to come back because they're overwhelmed by the systems and <laughs> right. the few friends I have that might be interested. It's, it's just really hard for me to suggest because I know what it looks like when they first log in. And it's like, yeah, I, it, it's going to be difficult to walk you through all of this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, we've played for however many months it is now and I still don't know everything i mean right i mean a lot of the vessel crafting necromancy stuff i haven't been able to delve into it uh, on my own because other people have wanted to spearhead that so i just kind of Mm -hmm. let them in the guild Mm -hmm. you know because you can't do everything but yeah it's uh it's a lot it's a lot to explain a lot to wrap your head around all right well anything else you wanted to cover in today's episode i guess that'll do it All right, well, get out there and take over the world, crows. It's a good time.
Yeah. Well, that's all for the show today. Follow us on Twitter and Minds at Crowfall Pod. You can also check out my other podcast, The Walk Show, which explores the walk of life through interviews with a variety of guests, or my other show, Pick Up Your Sticks, which is co-hosted by me and Brett Lindley and is all about why gaming matters. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Stay up. Thank you.